Hello, welcome to another episode of Being in the Moment. Today, I want to share a personal story and I want to share some of the struggles that have been going on in my life over this past year. And the reason why I'm choosing to share my struggles is because I believe that if we all can share to each other what we're struggling in, then that will reach other people. And I think a lot of the times we are scared to share our struggles. We are afraid of what others might think of us. And I think that's sometimes why we choose to keep everything to ourselves. And if you don't want to share your struggles with someone, that's perfectly okay. But I think that if you're struggling with something, you need to reach out to somebody. Someone you trust. Just someone that you can talk to so that you're not alone. And then as you're going through those struggles, if you feel comfortable with it, then I think it's extremely beneficial if you're able to share what you're going through, share how you deal with certain circumstances. If you share that with others, then that kind of gives some people in dark times some hope. It gives them... It gives them some light into knowing that they're not the only ones going through an issue or a problem. Because when you're going through something, you feel like you're isolated and you feel as if you're the only one in the world going through something. You want to bury and hold everything so deep inside and you don't want anyone to know about it. And that can be a really scary place when you're the only one that knows something and you're keeping it from everyone. So I hope that when I share my experience that it can be a light to others who might need some guidance or might need the push to start them on their journey to be at a better place and to overcome any difficulty that they may be in. 
So I'll go ahead, go ahead and get started. And over this past year has been one of the most difficult years of my life, but also one of the most influential times in my life. Whenever I first went to college, that was one of my first times to ever really try drinking alcohol. And I've always been a shy, quiet person. And through college and drinking, I found out that it was a super easy way to come out of my shell. It was a super easy way to get along with everyone, to be confident. And I let that be the answer to many things. And it wasn't a problem at first, but as the years went in college, I wasn't drinking every day, but whenever I would drink, it wasn't just to have a few drinks. And if I had a few drinks, I would always want more. So fast forward through all your crazy college stories and all that stuff. Fast forward to being married, having a baby, and bringing that same drinking behaviors. And it wasn't an everyday thing, but it's just whenever I had time on the weekends, hey, let's go out and have a bunch of drinks, or not even go out, just stay at home and have a bunch of drinks. Because that made me feel alive. That made me feel comfortable. That made me feel as if I meant something because I could feel it. And of course, you know, feelings are temporary. And yeah, you have a good time. And then the next day, everything just comes crashing down. You're super hungover. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to. You just want to lay in bed and ignore all your responsibilities. And that went on for about a year. And then I stumbled upon online gambling. And that's something that I never thought I would venture into. I've gambled before, but never online. And I always told myself that would never be me. And I remember the very first time I did it, every 
vain, every common sense I've ever had. Just everything inside my body was telling me not to do it. And it was something so simple. It was just the very first time and I haven't really done anything wrong yet. And I don't remember how much it was. It wasn't very much, it was probably a few bucks. But something inside me knew that I should not be doing this. But I chose to go against all those feelings, all those gut feelings telling me don't do it. And I did it. And I didn't know it then, but it was at that moment that I realized I was hooked. And I didn't want to admit it. I wanted to hide it. But something about doing that, it was just like a rush. And I can't explain it. It's just, it was addicting. And what started off as a one-time thing, oh, it's just going to be one time a week. And then, oh, it's just going to be X amount of dollars. And every time I would set a limit, I was never able to keep that promise. And as time went by, I found myself wanting to do more and more. And at first, you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to win all this money. Oh, I'm okay. I don't have any issues. But deep down inside, I knew I had some issues. And as I'm going through all this, I don't share with anybody. I keep it all to myself. Bottle it up. I'll be all right. But as you're bottling it up, and I'm not telling anyone anything, I'm less of a husband, less of a father, more concerned about getting my next fix of gambling online. And that started to eat at me. And that's the thing about whether it's drugs or bad addictions or just anything that has the capability of that much destruction. It has the ability to make you feel numb and to not really think about anything other than just doing what's best for you. Or not what's best for you, but just getting your next high off of that. So I talked about the drinking. I talked about the gambling. And just kind of eventually I got tired of all of that. And... I tried to stop. I said, okay. Whenever I drink, I notice I gamble. And 
let me try to stop the drinking and maybe I won't gamble as much. So I tried that and that didn't work. So then, okay, what if I stop gambling but I can still drink a little bit? Well, as soon as I drink a little bit, I wanted to gamble. So I realized that didn't work. And it took me about a couple months of trying and trying until I finally realized I can't keep doing this. I can't keep making these same stupid decisions over and over again. And the reason why I wasn't able to quit at first is because I never really wanted to. It's easy to say I'm trying to quit something. I'm trying to stop drinking. I'm trying to stop gambling. You can say that to people, but on the inside, when you still got that itch, when you still got that burning desire to feel that feeling again that you get from only those two things, you're not ready to quit. So when I finally decided to face my fears, when I finally decided to open up and share my struggles with my family, that's when things started to get better. When I tried to do everything on my own, everything was always crashing down, spiraling downhill. And along that whole journey of those three to four months of drinking and gambling, just feeling helpless made everything worse. Feeling like I said earlier, isolated on an island. No one will ever understand me. People are just gonna say I'm stupid. Get over it, stop. Just going through all of those feelings and emotions on my own just made me wanna drink and gamble more. But when I finally mustered up the courage to acknowledge my issues, things started to get better. And things didn't flip overnight. It's not like I went to bed and I woke up and I was perfect. But when I finally realized I was powerless over drinking and gambling in that, it never did any good for me and that no matter how much money I won or lost, I'd still want more. And once I realized that, that's when I saw the magic start happening. Once I truly saw drinking and gambling for what it was doing to me, it made it a whole lot easier to choose to stop drinking and stop gambling. And those first few days and weeks 
in about a month, maybe two months. Those are really hard. I didn't go through any like physical withdrawals, but I went through those feelings of just being bored and sitting there and stewing in your mind and trying to think so hard. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Those are hard. Those are hard thoughts to overcome. But it did get easier. And instead of thinking of don't do it, don't do it, when you think like that, it's almost like you're reinforcing yourself to do it. You see a piece of cake and you're trying not to eat it. Even if you leave the room and you're not looking at the cake, but you're telling yourself, don't eat the cake, don't eat the cake, don't eat the cake. You're letting that cake ruin your life. You're letting that stew in your mind. When really, you should look at it as, I don't need the cake. I don't need to eat it. I have plenty of other options I can do or eat. So when I started looking at drinking and gambling as, oh, it's not that I can't do that for the rest of my life. I looked at it as, I don't need it. And that was whenever I was able to make my first big giant step in my sobriety was seeing that I didn't need to drink. I didn't need to gamble. Those first few weeks, I was super heavy on drinking carbonated water. That was able to help the one in the drink when I felt anxious or bored or lonely or just uncomfortable. I gotten so used to drinking in social situations or you know, being at the pool, being at a restaurant, just watching a football game. I've gotten so used to drinking in those times that I had to rely heavily on sparkling waters. And that got me through the first few months. And then in terms of the gambling, again, realizing that it was never going to do anything good for me. And when I, when I finally saw that, that helped me to never look back. So the last time I had a drink and the last time I gambled was December of 18th of last year. So next month is one year of not drinking and not gambling. And at the time, I didn't think it was possible. I was struggling just to get through a day, and it was hard. But now, honestly, it's not something I even think about. Each day, I can wake up, I look forward to it, 
spend time with my family and things are a lot brighter now. I know I danced around in the story. I didn't really know how to organize it well. I just wanted to share whatever came to mind. So in all of that story, the reason why I wanted to share it is because it doesn't matter how big of a hole you think you're in. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with. It doesn't matter what type of addiction you're struggling with, what type of bad behaviors you're struggling with, any type of self-destructive behaviors. It doesn't matter what it is. You can overcome it. But in order to overcome it, you have to want to overcome it. And you have to believe you can overcome it. And even if in the beginning you're just faking it till you make it, you just tell yourself, I can do it. I can do it. Instead of saying, I can't do it, instead of saying it's hard, just say you can do it. You don't have to have a big giant plan when you start. You just have to fully acknowledge that whatever it is you're struggling with, you have to acknowledge that it's not doing anything good for you. You have to acknowledge that Whatever I've been doing, whatever I've been thinking, it's not leading me in the life I want to live. And when you first acknowledge that, that's the first steps to overcoming it. And then take the leap of faith and share it with someone for the first time. Find someone close to you that you can share with. Find someone who's not going to judge you, who's not going to condemn you. Just find someone that's going to come to you with open arms and give you that hug you need. And I promise you, once you do that, you're going to start to see some big changes in your life. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it's not going to happen overnight. But when you wake up each day with a purpose and you wake up each day saying, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday, you start to string together little victories. Something that you couldn't go one day without of. You're now looking back and you're saying, hey, it's been two days. Hey, it's been a week. Hey, it's been two weeks. It's been a month. It's been three months. It's been six months. It's been a year. It's been five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, the rest of your life. You break it into small little chunks of days at a time. And you let each day build that momentum you need to sustain it. 
So if you're struggling with anything, I just want you to know you can overcome it. If you're feeling like you're alone, you're not. So let's take these last, let's just take these last 30 seconds just to sit in silence. And if there's anything on your mind, if there's anything that is eating at you, let's acknowledge it. Let's Let's accept what our issue is. And then let's tell ourselves, let's tell ourselves we will overcome it. So repeat after me, I will overcome it. Let's try that again. Repeat after me, I will overcome it. And let's end this episode with saying this one last time. I will overcome it.